Welcome to Divorce Diary Show Podcast. My name is Michelle Trina. I am the host and the creator and the person in charge of all things Divorce Diaries. I don't even know what I'm saying. This is my fourth time recording this podcast episode because my computer has no storage. So I have to hopefully keep this under 10 so it doesn't stop recording. This has been a week full of gratitude and job opportunities and excitement, acceptance into some film festivals. Um, but I have also been self-doubting like the fuck out of myself. Um, I was a stand-in in a Bravo TV reality reunion show, which was exciting because I love Bravo and I love Andy Cohen. And it also reminded me of my place. <laughs> it's a low man on the totem pole position, stand-ins. But I wanted to take the job and see you know, what it would be like and also – you know, make some money. I have a goal every month to get two acting jobs at least besides my theater company gigs and my comedy gigs and divorce diaries, you know? So with that said, um, I was, I literally was leaving set and I bumped, not bumped, but I opened the door and Andy Cohen is standing right in front of me, staring at my Darth Vader looking mask. And I was saying, hello, sorry. And thank you all in one breath as I held the door for him and his, the, either his assistant, or whoever was with him. Um, and I, I felt like, well, this is a sign that good things are coming, right? It has to be. That's what I'm taking it as not me being a moron and being not sure what to do or say, do I pitch him to my show? Do I bow down and kiss his feet? Do I beg him to talk to me? What do I do? You know, like, what do you do in the moment? So I did just that. I took it as a sign. Um, I'm going to keep taking that as a sign of what's to come. Um, I had a, a show last night and I had a kid show yesterday. They all went, both went well, especially when I teach, uh, when I perform theater and, and do sensory theater with children of varying, um, you know, learning abilities and processing. And it's, most of them are differently abled. Some of them are not, but it's rewarding because that's to me, real, real life. This Hollywood shit, whether you live in New York or LA or Chicago or wherever, with people making you feel bad about who you are just by their facial expressions or them ignoring you or ghosting you or looking at you as if you're not good enough. It sucks. There's a place for all of us, right? Um, I've been taking a lot of things personally. I always will. I always do. And that whole thing that happened with the guy from last summer or last year who is also in the industry, I'll call him Hollywood producer. I had wine after my stand-up show last night, which the stand-up show went really good. Um, but I had wine, and sometimes when you drink, you get a little triggered to do things you shouldn't. I don't know. I'm blaming it on the wine. Um, I definitely looked at his social media, and I definitely looked at his friends. Like, one of the friends that he had that came to my show, she's got, like, I guess a divorce blog or something. It's got a ton of followers. And I was just feeling like comparing myself to this person and, like, why am I not – why am I not there? Why am I, you know, they're doing it better than me or they're doing this. And I know it's a different brand, but it's in, it's in the family of divorce and dating and all that stuff. I mean, I mean, my story's different, but at the same time, I just was comparing myself and feeling shitty about myself. And then I was looking at other female comics and comparing myself to my, them and like, they have this and they are doing this and they're doing all these things. And we all do it. I just want to openly talk about it because it's real. And I, I, I knew that social media can be great for business, but it can also suck you down a fucking rabbit hole. And I got sucked down last night. That's for sure. And I totally texted him by accident. I guess I fell asleep. I must have. I had the text message bubble open from our past text messages as I was reading them. And I 
must have done something when I was sleeping because I sent a blank bubble. So now this guy is going to even think I'm crazier after I sent him his donation back. He did not cash it. And uh, unless he's just not like in the area, maybe he's in another country. I don't know. Um, so lots of self-doubting happening and I need to stop. I don't know really how at the moment except to focus on my show next Sunday and be funny. Be funny or work on the craft. My manager who's supported me in a, in a way where he's always picking up my calls. He's, you know, he's done ads for me. He's gotten me some gigs. He doesn't even really know what my show's about. <laughs> no, he does. But last yesterday I had a conversation with him that made me feel really sad because I don't think he fully gets it. And I think it's because, not because he doesn't want to, because I am the low man on the totem pole. I'm the stand-in in his client list. And I need to move from stand-in to day player to lead actor in their lists. And I have only one way of doing that, working on my craft. I don't have the money to get a marketing manager, a social media manager. I don't have that in my budget. I have to do it. And sometimes doing it all by myself is hard. And I just sometimes feel like I can't do it. I mean, I, it's not that I don't feel like I can do it. It's just sometimes I feel like I'm hitting a brick wall. And, the, and then other people have these teams of people, you know, trying to chop the tree down. And I'm just myself trying to chop it down. And it's hard as fuck, man. <laughs> I don't know why I compared it to chopping down a tree. I want to not be all over the place, but yet still be all over the place because that's how a lot of us are, especially single moms, working class and trying to achieve, uh, you know, the next goal that they have for themselves. I, I don't even want to say dreams because your goals can be reality. Your dreams can be goals and they become reality. The small ones that I've set for myself in the last couple of months are examples of that. And even in my past, I've always, every time I put my head to it, I, I do it, you know. But sometimes I get these moments where it's like I am self-doubting and getting in my own fucking way. My show, if you're listening to this and you're like, what is this girl doing? Who is she? What What's going on? You know, my show is a live comedy show. It has always been that. It's always been a live show. I mean, it started off as a play, a live one-woman play, but I turned it into a comedy show because I want to laugh as opposed to crying like I just did a few seconds ago. And my best friend, Doug, is part of my storyline a lot because he's my best friend. And, you know, we bicker like brother and sister sometimes badly and sometimes we just have fucking fun where this is why I enjoy the journey you know like just fucking fucking around as friends and being making jokes about things in our life and when I started doing divorce diaries he came on to stand up and because he, he was starting to do stand up and and that's how it all kind of started and now it's a one woman comedy show occasionally I have special guests trying to be consistent with this with the show and making it the strongest it's ever been so that people don't like they can't get enough of it and then I also wrote a television pilot based on the material that I do in the show and my manager didn't get it yesterday or he's not understanding and then he's like changed I don't know I, I was so lost but if he's not getting it, and, and I've I've heard some similar statements before of like, uh, you know, you have to organize it more. We have to understand the full brand. 
I don't understand. I, I write it out. It's a live comedy show and it's a scripted television series. But I see that sometimes like some of these other people have, I, I guess, more consistent, like the way they do the videos or the way that they put the fonts. I don't know. I'm getting I'm getting stuck in my head and I just have to keep plugging away. But it is hard when you're juggling everything. And maybe that is what you're supposed to do. The universe is testing you with all those things, right? I don't know. So I hopefully, um, I have been begging, begging the universe for this guy to apologize, talk to me, respond, then also not, please don't let him respond. I don't want to hear anything mean or nasty towards me or he thinks I'm nuts. And by the way, I'm not nuts. When you pull the fire alarm at school, the fire truck is coming. Months ago, this motherfucker pulled the fire alarm and I'm pissed. I'm also hurt. Listen, I've been reading a lot about people saying there's gray area, talk to 10 people, talk to 20 people, get to know them and then make a decision or you should date around, then get to know the person. I don't want to do that. I don't have the energy. I don't have the time. I don't have a manager, marketing manager to do all the shit I got to get done. I don't have a babysitter. I have my mother to help me with my daughter. I got shit to do. If I like you, I want to talk to you, not 10 other motherfucking people. Okay, I'm sorry. I cannot buy into this shit. Sorry, I just got real deep for a second and like nasty. <laughs> but uh, uh, and uh, so on top of that, it's like, how do you put in dating into this mess? And then you self doubt yourself about that. I mean, case in point, I didn't even date this guy. I liked him. We got intimate. And then I hurt, was hurt by him and his reaction to me. And his behaviors triggered me to feel so shitty inside that I was reactive and like, oh, why don't you talk to me? Why don't you talk to me? And now I look like a Looney Tune. So, <laughs> what is that? Oh, it's dust. So anyway, my point is, like, I want to remove myself from getting my own way and find the fucking answer to doing it on our own. And I, I actually need to find at least one fucking person who has credentials to be a producer of my show. Like, I hope that I find that person soon because I need them. I need them. I, I need I need a person who believes in me, who's, uh, who's actually wants to work with me and not ghost me. So, and in addition, I love everybody that listens to this podcast and my show. And if you are listening to it right now, please subscribe to my YouTube channel and, um, leave a review of the podcast, like it on Facebook, divorce diary show on Facebook, write a review, do whatever you want to do. Just listen too. you don't have to do anything actually, but thank you so much. And, uh, you motivate me to keep going. I, I mean, I think that sharing your, our stories help heal. I have, uh, what did I tell the joke last night? <laughs> I'm always on the outskirts at drop-off at school. And that's kind of how I feel in life right now. I'm always on the outskirts. Mostly because I forgot to wear one. Hey, I tried. <laughs> it's been so long since I've groomed down there, but it pretty much looks like I'm wearing a skirt. Ugh, that's gross, right? Listen, I'm single and I don't feel like shaving or getting a wax and spending that money. I need a marketing manager, remember? Keep living your happily divorced after, happily ever divorced after. I'm Michelle Trina, the creator of Divorce Diaries. Keep 
on being your best self. That's a new tagline, I guess. Love you guys. Take care. Have a good one. Upcoming shows, divorcediarieshow.com.